Like Rabbi, it's a good evening. We're, we're just going to um, interrupt our learning to give a little bit of chizuk about learning tonight. So we're going to le- learn a little bit. Um, and we have a special opportunity of a special guest tonight. What, what we're doing is, is, is that we have a, a special program, um, which is going to be called the Megillah Challenge, where we're trying to encourage people. We're moving towards Purim. So Purim is Bezos Hashem. We're, uh, we're just uh, five weeks, less than five weeks away from, from Purim. And the idea is we want to make a seum on the night of Purim. So it's not going to just be a Purim that we, we read the Megillah and uh, we go home and we, we do have our fun. But we're going to have a Purim where we're, we, are, we are going to be part of Kim of a Kiblu. And uh, part of that is, is that we're, in, uh, everybody, we're encouraging everybody to take a, a perak of Megillah's Esther or a daf in Meseches Megillah or all of those. And even now, with what Rebbe Freyman mentioned, is a, mish, uh, a Mishnayas, a perak um, in Mishnayas. We have... Resources are given, given Shira Ashraya is given Shira, Rabbi Ephraim is given Shira, there are many, many more, thousands of, of, of Shira on all these topics um, online. Um, and we're asking everybody to, to sign up for a, a Perik, a, a Daf, or the entire Mesechta. And in lieu of that, what we're doing is we're starting just to bring it to our consciousness now. So those who are ambassadors today to encourage others and those who are going to, uh, to, to, to be part of this. This is going to be a very special thing as we, uh, as we, we will be Messiah. Um, we're just learning in Hilchos Avelos um, that uh, Kaddish is a very, very wonderful thing, but it's not as important as Davning. And Davning is a wonderful thing, but it's not as important as learning Torah. That's what, uh, that's what the, um, is brought down in the post game. You want to, you want to really you want to bring an Anilas Nishon to somebody, you, 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 you learn Torah. Um, and so let's let's not un- underestimate the, the power of learning Torah, especially at such turbulent times, and coming together as a as a community. It, um, tonight, to start us off, just to, to get a little bit of chizuk into this in our own learning, this is the base ministry. We do much learning. Um, is we welcome back Rav Shai Shechta. Um, um, Rav Shai is a ambassador for for Klal Yisrael in so many ways, both in Torah and in uh, in his personality as being a person who's brought so much light for those who've been witnessing last week. The incredible Rav Shai was in Eretz Yisrael just for for Mishpacha. And uh, was the one to, to welcome back the family of the hostages who, who just got saved. He befriended and uh, given chizuk to the family here in the five towns, and was able to be at the hospital there when they arrived. Just tremendous, tremendous schus um, um, for us to be able to have this moment. Rav Shaiba thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Good evening, everyone, and thank you, Rabbi Trump. It is such a schus to be here and to be in this base medrash. It is always wonderful to be here, especially when there is such a Kol uh, Torah that I've heard about that goes on here every night. It's something I'm Mekana. Unfortunately, we don't yet have it in the Young Israel Woodmere, but slowly, slowly, we all uh, we all look up to... Four okay, four nights a week is better than no nights a week, right? So, I, uh, I'm, I'm very blessed to be here. Uh, Rabbi Trump asked me to just speak a little bit about the importance of Limit Torah. Of course, when we go to a shir, when we attend somebody else who's learning or teaching, that's one experience. But sitting down and actually delving into a sugya, learning a gemara, learning some something, some portion of Torah on our own, is often a very different kind of experience, which is what we try to do when we sit in a base madrash. And the gemara says that the truth is learning Torah has always been the bedrock. It has always been the core, the foundation, the essence of everything that a Jewish community is about. So says the Gemara Mesechus Yuma, Avram Zokin Biyosha Biyeshiva, Yitzchak Zokin Biyosha Biyeshiva, Yaakov Zokin Biyosha Biyeshiva, Umi Mehem Shalavosenu Lopaska Yeshiva Mehem. We have always made sure to emphasize this idea 
of making sure that we find a space that we have an opportunity to sit down, to build a yeshiva, to learn together. And of course, a shul is a community center, but a shul without a yeshiva aspect of it, a shul without an understanding that Torah is the focal point of everything that goes on in Jewish life is something that would be very lacking. So the Gemara says in Maseches Kiddushin, and the Rambam quotes this from the Gemara. The Gemara says when one has to figure out how to prioritize, we don't have the luxury of all being able to sit and learn Torah all day long. Some people do, some people don't. And the question is, for those who don't, or even for those who do, how should you prioritize the time that you have for learning? How should it be spent? That's what the Gemara asks in Maseches Kiddushin. And the Gemara says it would be a good idea to have Shlish limudo, shlish b'mikra. You should split it up one third of your time for learning to learn mikra, to learn Torah itself. Shlish b'mishnah, you should have one third of your time dedicated toward mishnayos. And we know Rabbi Ephraim has been a great advocate for this for many, many years in our community. And shlish b'talmud, the third portion of your time for learning Torah should be dedicated toward Talmud Babli, should be dedicated toward learning. Now, Tosis has a kasha. When was the last time you came across anybody in any community, yeah. forget about here, but anywhere, where they actually diversified their learning and made sure to have shlish b'talmud, shlish b'mishnah, and shlish b'mikra? Nobody does that. So Tosis wonders, why are we completely ignoring the advice of the Gemara? Of course, when anybody does an investment, we know it's not smart to put all of your money in one investment. Smart investors make sure that they diversify. They make sure that they have an allocation into different kinds of ventures, different ideas So the same should be when it comes to Lima Torah. And Tosis wonders, why is it that we don't follow the idea that the Gemara puts forth, and in fact the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch quoted as well? Tosis answers, the reason why is based on the Gemara Mesecha Sanhedrin. Because the Gemara says that when we talk about Talmud Bavli, when we describe what Talmud Bavli is, it's called Bavli, which is obviously a reference to the fact that it was all written in Bavel. But besides for that, it is Balul Mikol. It is something that is all-encompassing. It is something... That is all-inclusive. The Gemara has Jerusha Samsukim, the Gemara quotes Mishnayis, the Gemara then gets into discussions on its own, and therefore the assumption is, when you learn Talmud Bavli, you have the opportunity to then have all three of these all-encompassing Limud of the Gemara. And that is why signing up to learn a Blad Gemara, whatever Masech there might be, is something that is a really all-encompassing Limud. It is something that gives us the opportunity to have a smattering, a taste of Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara, and that is something that is the consummate experience of what Limit Torah is all about. The Navi Yeshaya, when describing our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so the Navi says that the Rebona Shalom is referred to as a Kel Mistater. Kel Mistater, what does that mean? It means the Rebona Shalom is hidden. Now, what was the point? What was the reason for that? The Balatanya has a long arichas to explain why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu set it up that way? Would it not have been better? If the Rebona Shalom would be so obvious to all of us in our lives, we wouldn't have challenges, we wouldn't have any svekos, we wouldn't have any doubts, everything would be so clear to us, we would never make any mistakes if the Rebona Shalom was standing right in front of us. So what is the Kel Mistater all about? The Balatanya explains what it's about. But the truth is, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Kel Mistater, we have a lot of confusion. And there is a lot that we don't fully understand or appreciate about the way in which our world runs, about the way in which the journey of our lives play out, all of that sometimes is left to a lot of confusion, which is why the Gemara says in Maseches Bab Metziah, we say it every month on Rosh Chodesh, Toshes Choshech Vihi Laila. There are experiences in our lives where we see that things just seem so dark, that things just seem so confusing. Says the Gemara Bab Metziah, what is that a reference to? 
That is a reference to as we know it, our experience in this world, which is like Laila, which is very dark and confusing at times, where we really don't have an understanding as to why it is that certain things happen and when they happen to us. So says the Gemara in Mesecha Sanhedrin, Says the Gemara, the Ribbon Shalom put us in this deep darkness. Many people in the world feel that that's what we're experiencing now. Not just that we're confused. This is real depth of darkness. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? What's that a reference to? Says the Gemara, is a reference to Talmud Bavli. Really? Talmud Bavli is that bad? It is not just something that clouds our vision. It is something that is so dark, that is so despairing, that is so terrible. So then why do we learn? And of course, what the Gemara means to say is the Machshaka Moshivani is our experience in the world and the way to bring light into the experience of the world, the way to bring a guide, the way to bring a person to have a vision, to have a purpose, to have a mission into everything that will give an understanding in the journey of life is delving into the words and the understanding of what Talmud Bavli represents for all of us. Rav Asher Weiss once told me an amazing insight. It's simple, but it's amazing. He said, we're all familiar So the Chazal tell us that when the Kol Kol Yaakov is strong, Yedayim De'esav is going to be weaker. When Yedayim De'esav is too strong, the Kol Kol Yaakov is sometimes very weak. And sometimes we have that balance that seems to be an imbalance. So he said, our call, of course, is Tfila, Our call, of course, is Torah. Our call is used in many different ways, and that is our strength. But he said, if you look carefully, the Navi in Shira Shirim, when describing the relationship between ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, once in a while, the Navi says that there's something very different about the call of Yaakov. There, the Navi describes Hashmi'ini as Kolech. When we have the opportunity to be learning together Bechabura, that is the Kol Kol Yaakov of the entire Jewish people. But there are times when you go to a concert and you listen to a symphony orchestra and you listen to beautiful music that all comes together. That's one experience. Sometimes they stop all the other instruments and they want a solo from one of them. And there's something very unique and very beautiful about the solo of one individual who is playing one instrument without the assistance of anyone else, without any background noise, without anyone who is getting involved in the beautiful, pure, unadulterated sound that we hear from your instrument and from your talent. And he said, sometimes the Rebona Shalom turns to us and says, I don't want the chorus of the Jewish people all singing together. Sometimes the Rebona Shalom points to each of us and says, Hashmini es It's time for you to sing the solo. It's time for you to stand up and sing your solo without anybody else. I want you to choose your block gemara that you're going to learn. I want you to choose your parak in, in, in um, Megillah Sester. We're still a few weeks away. Adeloyada. So I want you to choose your Mishnah, your Perek, your Daf, your Masechta. That is what the Gemara teaches us. A person is only going to be successful if they choose a faction of Torah, a portion of Torah that makes them excited. And there are different parts of Torah that speak to different people. And that is okay. That's why the Torah is so diverse. It gives us so many opportunities, so many portals for us to relate and to have a connection. And that is what sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands of us, not the communal collective voice that is so beautiful and that is so important and so critical. But sometimes we need to look inward and we need to say to ourselves, Hashmi'ini Eskolech. 
the Ribbon Shalom is looking at me and he wants me to sing my solo and he wants to hear my voice. And it's not good enough that there are shiurim going on in the community, that there are a lot of activities going on, that people are showing up. I need to show up. I need to commit myself. I need to be the one to sing that solo because that is what the Ribbonah Shalom is waiting for. And that is what the Gemara says, Yagati Velomatsasi Altamen. That is an impossibility. For a person to say, I exerted energy, I put myself into it, I tried as much as I could, and I was unsuccessful. That's not the experience of Limana Torah. When we learn Torah, when we engage, every involvement that we have is something that gives us access to having a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's automatically Matsasi. Every time I learn, I have the opportunity to feel, I found the Ribbonah Shalom. Am I going to be the Gadol Adar? It's not my job. Am I going to be the greatest Talmud Chacham in the town? I don't have to be. The point is, Yagati Matsasi. Every time I open up any Sefer, any time I make a commitment to learn Torah on my own, I am showing Matsasi. I automatically have found the Ribbonah Shalom. I've been successful in my endeavor, and it is something that is worthwhile. So the Medrash writes, that Torah nimshel alamayim, it's a Gemara Masechah's Tainus, but the Medrash comments on it as well. And why is it that Torah is nimshel alamayim? Why is Torah similar to water? So there are a number of reasons, but the Medrash says, Ma mayim yardim tipim tipim. Anyone in the room ever had a leak in their house? So how does it start? It starts, little drop, little drip coming through the roof, coming through the ceiling. You don't think it's such a big deal until you find out that it becomes a very big deal. But it starts off one little drop at a time. Ma mayim yardim tipim tipim. Just like we know when you have a flood, it starts by coming with a very slow trickle. It leaks a very little bit at a time. And in the end, it turns out to be a river in the middle of your kitchen. It turns out that the bathroom upstairs has completely overflowed and it's coming through to the room downstairs. We know that's the way it starts, but we also know that's the way it ends. So too says the Medrash, Kach HaTorah. Adam Lomich Te'alach When you look, at this amazing base medrash, and you see how many swarm are on the back, and this is nothing. This is a tipam and ayam. This is not a library. You go upstairs and you see the beautiful library that we have. You give up and you say, this is overwhelming. What am I going to do? I'm going to start learning all of this. What am I ever going to finish? When am I ever going to accomplish? How can I ever master? It's impossible. It's not for me. Says the medrash, it's the same as mine. And it starts with tipam, tipam. It starts with a little leak in the ceiling. And how does that work? It starts with learning I say to myself, I'm going to make a commitment that I know is attainable. I'm going to learn two halachas today. I'm going to sign up to learn a few psukim every day from Megillah Sester in the entire opportunity that I'm going to give myself. Yes, maybe I'll get through the whole parak, and maybe I'll get through the whole Megillah and maybe I'll get through the whole Masechta and maybe I'll get through the whole Daf Gemara, whatever it may be. But it starts, tipin, tipin, it starts with just a little bit of mayim and it ends up being, says the Medrash, until over time you will see you have an accumulation, you have an opportunity to be able to master so much more than you ever imagined. And that is the appropriate attitude that we all need to have as we approach Lima Torah. Just uh, another point that I think is relevant as we're going through these parshios. I'm supposed to keep going? As we go through these parshios, feel bad taking everyone away from learning when I'm talking about not listening to a shir and learning, but I hope it will be la'agdil Torah la'adira. So the Torah says, Va'asuli mikdash And we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu instructed the Jewish people to build a mishkan. We hope we'll have the opportunity once again to build a Beis HaMikdash. 
So Chazal tell us in the Medrash, what exactly is the idea behind the building of a Mishkan? Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu need it? So Chazal say a very interesting idea. Did you ever see such a phenomenon? You go to the supermarket and you buy some kind of item. The owner of the store doesn't go home with you. If you buy a, you know, a, a bag of potatoes, the proprietor doesn't come home with the potatoes. You buy the potatoes, you leave the money, and you go home. And he stays there. So says the Medrash, that's not the story when it has the relationship between ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch. The Rebona Shalom says, I gave you a Torah. I gave you a religion. I gave you all of these mitzvahs. And not only did you get the Torah, but you got me as well. So you have to be cognizant. You have to be aware of the fact that a Beis Amigdash must be built to house the Rebona Shalom who came along with his Torah that he sold to us. Strange. But that's what the Medrash says. Mashal Melech Says the Medrash, there was a Melech who has a princess, who has one daughter. One of the other local kings from another country, from another dynasty, comes along and says, I want to marry a princess, I'm not just going to marry anyone. And he says he'd like to have an interest in marrying this princess. Now, this king feels very honored that his daughter is getting a good shidduch, so he says, okay, I'm happy to give my daughter to you. However, I want you to make sure that wherever you're going to live, you have a home for me, you have a place, you have a location where I will feel comfortable. I don't want to be so far away. I'm happy to give you my daughter, but I want to come along. And says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is the same. I gave my princess, I gave the Torah, which is so beloved to me, and I gave it to you in a way that I plan to come along and to visit as well. And that is why, Va'asuli Migdash B'Shachanti B'Socham. That is the goal, that is the objective, and that is the aspiration. This is what we daven for. It's all connected. We want a Beis Amigdash, and we want to have an understanding that as we delve deeper into our understanding of Torah, that Beis Amigdash becomes more and more relevant. The Rebona Shalom says, that's why I need a Beis Amigdash, to be a part of that experience. So we daven so much for that. But what's important for us to remember is, not only that HaKadosh Baruch Hu came along with us for that opportunity, but also to realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu entrusted us with his Vasechida. And often that goes unnoticed. The Rebona Shalom trusted us with his most precious asset in the world. And that is the Torah that was given over to us. And it's not only that we have to build a Beis Hamikdash for the Rebona Shalom to come visit, but it's a question of how do we treat our spouse? It's a question of how do we treat that Vasechida? Does the Rebona Shalom have a trust and a confidence in the responsibility that we take upon ourselves to protect and to guard his basichida. Imagine, for anyone here who has married children, imagine when your future son-in-law came in to ask you whether or not you are okay with them getting engaged to your daughter. There are many things that run through your mind, but the most obvious thing that you ask yourself is, is my daughter going to be safe with this individual? Is my daughter going to be respected by this person? Is my daughter going to be taken care of by this human being who says that he loves her? I'm not sure. And that's something I need to be absolutely certain of before I go ahead and give my stamp of approval to this shidduch. And that is something we need to think about. The medrash that everyone focuses on is, we need a base amigdash because the Rebona Shalom has to come be with us. Flip it and think about the fact, yes, we need a base amigdash because the Rebona Shalom wants to reside, b'shachanti b'socham, but we also need to realize that along with that is the responsibility that we've taken upon ourselves to ensure that we treat 
the Bas Yechida respectfully, that we do whatever we can. In last week's Parsha, Rashi tells us, a Gemara Maseches Yuma, that the Gemara says there were three different crowns on the different Kalim of the Beis Amigdash. And the Gemara says the Mizbeach, the Aron, and the Shulchan all had a crown. The Mizbeach was something that signified one Keser. The Keser Torah is Ba'aron. We know that the Aron had a Keser, had a crown on it. And that is something that Rashi says is open for all to take. The Torah is available for all of us to take advantage of and for all of us to be involved in. And that is why many of the Mepharshim say that the way that the formulation of the Pasuk is stated is by all the Kalim it says, Ve'asisa, Lashon Yachid. Somebody made the Aram, somebody, somebody made the Shulchan, somebody made the Menorah, whoever it may have been. When it comes to the construction of the Mishkan, it's Ba'asu Aram, because Ba'ashan Rabbim, we all have the opportunity to tap into the experience of Limana Torah and to be a part of everything that that represents, which is why the Maharal writes in one place, this is what we say in the Pasuk, Bezos HaTorah Asher Sam Moshe Lefnei B'nai Yisrael. What does it mean? HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave the Torah to Moshe Lefnei B'nai Yisrael because this was something that was Munach for the entire Jewish people. It was put out there, Lefnei B'nai Yisrael, and Moshe Rabbeinu did not keep it for himself. And he gave us all the opportunity to realize and to recognize that we all have a chance to take a relationship seriously with the Torah. And it doesn't matter what kind of family you come from. It doesn't matter how much background you have or don't have. The Torah is there for everyone. So a medrash that I'll close with is one that really always resonates with me. We know that on Friday night we say a capital to Ilim in Kabbalah Shabbos. And we say, amongst the different prakim of Tehillim that we say, we mention the Pasuk, Kol Hashem Bakoach. The voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is strong. The voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is powerful. So the Medrash asks, really? Kol Hashem Bakoach, if you look at the Nevi'im, how do they describe the voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? It's referred to as a Kol Demama Daka. The voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu seems to be very still and very soft, very sensitive. So which one is it? The Rebona Shalom comes in a powerful, strong voice, almost overwhelming all of us? Or is it the Rebona Shalom comes in a soft and still way, which calms and soothes us? Which one is it? And the Medrash writes that perhaps the answer is, when the Pasuk describes Kol Hashem it doesn't mean the Rebona Shalom was shouting and screaming and everyone was overwhelmed by the voice and the, and the magnitude of the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but rather, Kol Hashem means Bekoach Shal Kol Echad Ve'echad. On the occasion of Kabbalah Satorah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to all of us as a people. And he gave us the Torah and he said, I'm giving this bekoach shall kol echa ve'echan with an understanding. There are some people who are going to be able to tap in on a deeper level. Some people are only going to be able to do something different. Some people who are going to be interested in this area and this mitzvah of Torah. Other people who may be interested in a totally different area of Torah and all of that is okay. The Torah was given bakoach, which means bekoach Every human being, every Jew, has the ability to find something that speaks to them and that is relevant to their lives, that will resonate with them, that will be meaningful as an experience of connecting to Torah, of Yagata Umatsasataman. And that is what is so special about what your shul has put together for this program, to give everyone an opportunity. Nobody's being forced to do anything. Everyone is having the opportunity to choose on their own which area of Torah speaks to them, which area of Torah is meaningful to them, all in the hope that kimu bekiblu hayyudim. We say, Mishanichnas Adar Marbin Besimcha, Chazal say, Ein Simcha Elabatalma Torah. They don't say exactly that, but we know, Pikudei Hashem Yishar Misam Chelev, what greater way to be Misameach ourselves.
Although the Megillah does say, Kimu Bekiblu, so of course we have to rededicate, redouble our efforts for Kabbalah Satora that is going to take place on Purim. But beyond that, to have an understanding that the greatest way to bring Simcha into our own lives is to engage seriously in the venue, in the venture of Talmud Torah and for everything that that represents. So we ask to all of you, Halavai, we should have the opportunity to continue to hear, to continue to hear all the wonderful voices, Hashmi'ini Eskolech, all of those amazing voices of people who are going to sing their solo to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who are going to present to him the beauty of Torah that they will study and Amir Tashem. It should bring to that ultimate tefillah she'ibana b'shamigdash b'mehera v'yameinu b'sein chalkeinu b'sarasecha alu v'hatzlichu. Thank you so much once again. I'm going to encourage everybody who has not yet signed up. In the lobby we have a poster called the Megillah Challenge. There's a QR on that. You could sign up for a daf, a perek of Megillah or a perek of Mishnayas. So, and please join us for the CM. Please join us to make this a special CM as we recite on the night of Purim, Lel Purim, which is now in five weeks' time, Bezos Hashem. And the challenge is, is to bring a chavrisa, to bring something to learn it with, whether it's one daf, two daf, beyond, so we're able to, uh, to, to make that CM strong um, as a, as a kehila. Yashar Kachachem, and Mesashim Shugam Mechayo El